Live on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks, it's the BCIAA Semifinal Basketball Playoffs. The Burks Catholic and Exeter boys square off in the rubber match. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn where there's always something new at the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Ryan Lineweaver and Nate Govan. Oh, Jerry, you didn't use the new intro. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you hear that? He said that to me the other day. Man, he had passion in it, too. Didn't use the the intro that you sent us. That's fine. No, it was just uh, that was just to play with you guys a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Give I me mean, a I, chuckle. I mean, I was fine with uh, Ryan the Dream Lineweaver. I've <laughs> never heard that one before. <laughs> Nate's a Scottish kilt reference. I didn't understand. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, that's that's because my my last name comes from Scotland. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's some yeah, history yeah, to it. Right. But yeah, that's where that came from. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Nate and I have in-depth conversations when we're driving places. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. That's that's how you get to know your brethren. You that's know? right. That's how you that's do right. it. Anyway, we're here, Santander Arena here tonight for a BCIAA semifinal game, the rubber match and rematch of last year's BCIAA semifinal right here on this court. A lot of the same players still here. That one, J.J. Jordan, a game-winning bucket in the final seconds, taking it for Burks Catholic. This year has been a tale of two different games between the two in what we would call the rubber match. Burks Catholic running it up in the first game at Exeter and uh, coming away with a double-digit victory. Mm -hmm. And then Exeter coming all the way back. They ended up taking the second game at Burks Catholic as Burks Catholic led for a healthy chunk of that game, led from the opening tip, and Exeter came all the way back, outscored the Saints by eight in the fourth quarter en route to a four-point victory. So, yeah, here we are more than likely at a game that will determine uh, who faces Reading High in the final, an undefeated Red Knights team? Definitely. And, and coming off that last matchup between Berks Catholic and Exeter, like we said, by far the best game that we've seen all year. Pound oh, for yeah. pound. Best game we've seen Easily. all year. So if that game was any indication of what we're ready to see tonight as they pack Santander, um, we're, we're ready to go. The, the energy is here. Crowd is packing in. It's going to be a great game, Ryan. So before we get too far into the broadcast, we will take a quick break and pay some love to our sponsors. But when we return, we'll talk about both squads entering this semifinal matchup here at Santander Arena. More to come on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. 
the new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. It's the Saints Sports Network. Back here in downtown Reading, we couldn't pass up an opportunity to call a game with both sets of Berks Catholic with Exeter. We bring both teams to you, but it's only right that we have it right here in the semifinal, and we bring this game to you, the people. It was one more opportunity to put up both banners, Ryan. How about that? Got to get your money's worth out of these banners. <laughs> Some of them are looking kind of scrappy. Hey, man, I was on they the other side of the court. They look, look pretty decent. <laughs> you know, they didn't look too bad, man. They look good from far away. From far away. <laughs> With the lights off, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, said it, man. not me. Oh, man, you guys, you guys, goodness gracious. Not anyway. Both of these teams, obviously, it came down to one final matchup between them to determine the Section 2 crown here in Berks County. And once again, that match going to Exeter as they are led uh, by none other than Big Cheese, Anthony Cachese, 12 points uh, per game to open up this his senior campaign. Big time. You know, from that, a career-high 27 just four games ago against Berks Catholic. And that's that's the thing. Tonight, for Exeter to be effective, Cheese has to get 20-plus points tonight. They have to go to him early and often. He has to be how they run the offense through. Or, or Yeah, they got to run the offense through him. He's got to get it done early and then everything else. If he could get some, some good outside passes, some kickouts, give some of these shooters uh, a chance to shoot the ball, Teddy Snyder, Reese Garvin, some of these guys, a chance to chuck it up. That'll be the best strategy for Exeter tonight. I will say, I've been on this court a handful of times. Mm -hmm. I was here for Burks Catholic last year, uh, watching them play Reading in the championship, which they'll be looking to do here very shortly. It did not lend itself well to outside shooting in mm -hmm. the slightest. Now, maybe it's the environment. Maybe it's a different court feeling because you're playing on top of a wooden court on top of ice. Which is, by the way, I guess no longer Danielle Marshall Court. Got his name taken off of it. Now it's oh, wow. Savage 61. I just I didn't notice that. I didn't. Know. But to your point, <laughs> but it's, anyway, it's different yeah. when you get out here on a big stage under the bright lights. Yeah, totally different stage, ball game. Big stage, bright lights, and at the same time, different backdrop too. You're no longer shooting in front of just a plain wall. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you are now shooting at a basket that has a good 20 yards worth of space behind it, that there's nothing but open space, and then there's blue seats behind it. So it's a different depth perception type of thing that, uh, and just a different feel for, for these baskets. You know, you're, it's not the same basket that you're shooting on down at the gym. Not at I mean, all. yeah, you could probably take the tape measure out like they do in Hoosiers <laughs> and measure that it's 10 feet high. Uh, but beyond that, different feel, different background, and. I think that it actually does lend itself really well to Exeter 
and Cachese who can bang it down low. For somebody like Burks Catholic, we saw them struggle twice last year. Yes. With trying to shoot from the outside, and especially so in that championship where they felt like they needed to try to shoot from the outside because they couldn't compete with the length and uh, defensive presence that Redding had down in the low post. So we will uh, take a quick break here as they do the national anthem. After yes, that sir. national anthem, as Burke's Catholic lined up to the left-hand side of us. And if you've been with us before, you will know exactly what the starting lineup looks like. Yes, sir. As they'll go from left to right in front of us, wearing their black jerseys with the gold numbers, gold trim. You got Jackson Gettio, a senior. And we'll see how he does maybe matched up against Cachese again. That's how they tried starting the last game, and it didn't work out very well for him. <laughs> uh, but you have Jackson Gettio starting. You have J.J. Jordan, who scored a career high in their first game and was held virtually scoreless in the second game. Seven points. Seven points. But then you're also going to have Jack Miller. You're going to have Ryan Cuck and then Josh McCoy rounding out the starting lineup for the Burks Catholic Saints. And meanwhile, Exeter will line up, going from right to left to start here, wearing their white jerseys with the blue numbers and black trim. And you're going to look at Zion Paschal as your starting point guard. Mix in Kevin Sens, a 6'3 junior guard. And you're working with Teddy Snyder, one of the seniors on this Exeter squad. They're going to need him tonight. They're mixed in with junior Reese Garvin. And then finally, Big Cheese, Anthony Cachese will stand tall in the middle. All six foot seven of them. And that's, he's going to be the key to success tonight. I think this, the Eagles will, you know, live and die based on what he can do this evening. Again, 27 points, a career high in their last matchup. He picked up three early fouls. And against our better judgment here on the broadcast, Matt Ashcroft deciding to send him back out there yes, early did. in the second yes, with three fouls. And Cachese only picked up one the rest of the way and dominated in the second half, despite having one hand tied behind his back. McCoy and Cachese to start. And Ryan Cuck 
as the ball tipped to him by McCoy. Burks Catholic getting things started here. And we're right into it. They'll work it around the perimeter. A three put up by Josh McCoy. Easy as it comes there. A triple for him. And we're on the board. It's 3-0. Glad to see him shoot it early in the game. Let's see what happens if he can force Cheese to come out and play him. Yeah, they're going to work Gedio down there on Cachese. Cachese, soft turnaround. Floater in the lane is good. And, yeah, we could see that all night. Poor Gedio is well, you know, have his hands full. Jackson is the utility knife, and he's going to wreak some havoc down there. There he is. And there's Jackson taking the drop-off pass as Jordan was able to split two defenders into the lane, drops it off uh, right to Gedio. It's now 5-2. They'll drop it down low to Gachese. Nice find by Paschal. And so we, it's 5-4. We need to pay attention to this matchup between Jordan and Paschal. Uh, Paschal is the primary ball handler and assist man. So if you can take him out a little bit, that affects Cheese's points. All right now they're working Paschal on Ryan Cuck again. We talked last game about how Ryan Cuck should be banging it down low if that's, that's right. who they're going to match up against. As Jordan, a floater in the lane, soft touch. That one teardrops through. Well, J.J. Jordan's doing what he does, getting getting to the cup yeah. early and often. Five possessions, five straight buckets by both sides. What did I say about not being able to shoot here? As a three launched by Garvin. Now we're six for six to start here, and we're all tied up at seven. Can, can you feel the energy, Ryan? These boys won it tonight. Jordan. Oh, swing it around. Now they'll get McCoy. McCoy looking to be aggressive, going up against Cachese. Had him in the air, looking around, and he's going to get a three in the key violation. One too many seconds in there. Yep. Swinging around on his pivot foot. Got to get out of there. Got to get out of there. Uh, he had the right idea. He got Cachese up in the air, but he didn't take advantage because his back was turned to him, so he didn't even see Cheese leave his feet. Ooh, big-time crossover. Paschal. First miss of the game for either side. Nearly comes away with a swipe after Gedio grabs the board. Burks Catholic in transition. McCoy will hold up for Cuck. Sets a screen for him. Cuck glances the front of the rim. Ball goes out of bounds. <laughs> Off of Exeter out of bounds. Wow. And it was the wrong call at first. And then he's like, wait a second. Which, which team yeah. goes where? He tightened that up pretty quick, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he fixed it in the referee to our side also. <laughs> pointing the right direction. Jack Miller puts his thumb up in the air. As Ashcroft is literally yelling what play they're going to run. And that time, Big time Miller block. had it beyond the arc, decides to drive on Cachese, who swats it away. Now Cuck with it, loses it going up in the air. Garvin back the other way in transition, trying to drop it off for Sens. It's knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with the Eagles. Well, and that's what Anthony Cachese does down low. He has a post presence that's just simply undeniable. The play was executed perfectly. Backdoor pass, and Jack Miller goes up against a, a just a monster in Cachese. Oh, and here we go. Gedio checking out. Kingston McCoy checking in. They got a switch that they need to take advantage of. Here does Exeter. Right they now. have Cachese on Kingston McCoy. They go find right him now. and go right down to him. Ah. He misses. Kingston comes down with the board. The freshman. The freshman Playing taking the six on. 6'6", 280 pound. <laughs> Goodness I don't, gracious. He, I don't think he's 280, but he is 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. Listed that way. Jordan, another teardrop floater. 
I'm not even sure if he was looking at the bucket when he put that one up. But Jordan it's 9 looks focused. He, he looks really focused. He's locked in. He's ready to play. Jordan now the leading scorer in Burke's Catholic boys basketball history. Also committing to Wilkes University against his better judgment. He could have went with Alvernia, <laughs> but <laughs> Paschal misses the jumper. Cut grabs the rebound. I saw Coach Az a handful of times at Burke's Catholic games as Kingston McCoy being aggressive going up and drawing the foul on Garvin. It'll be the first trip to the stripe for either team. So as we get a chance to slow down as McCoy goes to the line, uh, glad to see that Cheese is not in the same foul situation that he was in the <laughs> previous game. Not yet. Because no. if, if, I'm, if I'm Coach Snip, I'm attacking him early to try to get him in that same situation. First one no good by McCoy. Kelsey will check in. He'll take the place of Teddy Snyder. And Kelsey contributes really good minutes out here. He's fast. He's got quick hands on defense. And he's just a strong player. He's, he's really well put together. McCoy hits the second. And he defends, by the way, too. 10-7, Burks Catholic. Not even halfway through. As Paschal going up against Jordan. Jordan nearly called for a reach. Ooh. That one going to spin in and out. Kingston McCoy gets bulldozed by Garvin. Garvin sets up a three, no good. Sends nice. the putback, and it's good with the left. Well, that's what you got to do. Rebound, get those second chance opportunities, and turn them into points. Sends his first bucket. 10-9, Burks Catholic on top. 340 remaining here in the first quarter. McCoy swinging around to Josh McCoy. McCoy airballs that one. And I, I look, we talked about it last game too. I feel like we keep talking about the same things, but uh, <laughs> regardless, good on Josh McCoy for taking that shot in the first place because That's you right. have to keep cheese out of the paint. That's right. That's right. You at least have to hit rim to make him yeah. respect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'm sure he'll shoot it again, uh, but the, the idea is there. And cheese answers Man. right back. Sends to Kachese. Kachese, his third bucket. I mean, that was. As easy as it comes, he just spun in the lane like a ballerina and right off the backboard and in. Well, it's, it's hard to stop. And if you notice, Burks Catholic hasn't been able to front him and send somebody from behind to stop that. Let's see how long it takes him to get that together. Cuck, a little dribble handoff with Josh McCoy. Now he's in the right corner to Jordan. Jordan going up with it, tries to draw the foul, ends up having the ball launch out of bounds. And they're going to say it was off the Eagles. It will stay with Jordan underneath. He'll throw it up top to McCoy. Over to Kingston. Kingston, big jab step. That's it. Now back to Josh. Josh working on Kachese. Now to Jordan. Jordan driving baseline. Tries to throw a pass. Gets tipped underneath the basket. And Exeter comes up with the steal. Kelsey will work on Kevin Lawler fresh into the game. Lawler, another one of those seven seniors the Saints mm -hmm. have. Well, and this bodes well for Exeter, setting up in a half-court offense, slowing things down, getting it inside of Cheese. Once, Once again, Kachese, too easy. He's not even taking any time with it. He knows exactly where he's at on the court, and he's just spinning and putting it up. Well, and that's what it should be. It should be automatic. Put it on the right hand for the guy and let him go. Bottom line. Yeah, he's not backing anyone down. He's just going right up with it. McCoy trying to break down Kachese. Stops. 
Big athletic play. That one hangs on the rim, and we're going to have a foul on Cheese. He doesn't like it. Exeter won't like it. It is the way it is. And if I'm Coach Ashcroft, that is the last thing that I want to see. I don't want to see Josh McCoy pull Cheese outside, put the ball on the floor, and try to get to the cup. He's athletic enough to get it done, and he will draw contact eight out of ten times when that happens. Do you remember what we talked about at the beginning of the second <laughs> last game? <laughs> we saw him do that at the end of the first half That's right. of their last matchup, that he was taking Cachese outside as he misses both here. Cachese, Lawler, Garvin finally comes down with it. Well, we were talking about how effective it was that he drew Cheese out and yes. he can blow right past him down the baseline or try to break him down off the dribble. McCoy has that ability, and we're going to have a Offensive. foul called on Exeter. And I believe it's on Sens. They didn't put his uh, player number up on the board. But I think it was on Sens. Yeah, couldn't see who that was. Yeah. Couldn't see that one. But Exeter on top, 13-10. to 10. A 6 nothing run here as Josh McCoy, another triple. That one too strong. He said, you're content to let him do that as Lawler called let for the shoot. loose ball personal. He hit the first one. He did. Now he's 0 for 2 from beyond. But again, even if he's not hitting it, it's the enough. Threat. It's enough to drag Cachese out of the lane because you see what he does when he had Jordan going up against him one-on-one. -on -one. It's just no contest. Or sorry, when he had Jack Miller going up against him one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, it was a block party. Yeah. Nearly sent it into the 20th row. Cachese to Kelsey. Kelsey, too many steps. Aye, aye, aye. Easy call there. Well, spinning in place. Uh, well, you know, that's that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. He's got to just take his time, slow down, let the game slow down for him some, and he'll, he'll do better as we move forward. Jordan walks it across the Savage61.com logo. They're not, not paying Ryan. They're, they're not sponsors of ours, but they could be. They could if be. If anyone is listening. Ryan Cuck, pull-up jumper. That one too strong. Paschal comes Good down hands. with the board. Smallest player on the court, tracking down the, uh, the uh, defense. Yeah, let's try that again. <laughs> Defensive rebound. Well, although he's the smallest, he's one of the toughest. Going right to Cachese. That time they double him with Lawler, who leaves Kelsey open the drive in. There's a nice find by Cheese, and Kelsey is hacked by Lawler. Well, and that brings me back to one of the points I made earlier today. If Cachese can get the ball in the post and effectively pass the ball to open men, that's going to open up a can of worms for Brooks Catholic. So, heaven help them if he figures that out tonight. Parker Nine checking in, the junior. He'll be back next year regardless of what happens. Yes, he Kelsey will. hits the first. Seconds in and out. Nine grabs the board. 14-10. A 7-0 lead. 7-0 stretch here by Burks by Exeter is once again Jordan got stuck on the low block, gets bailed out as they'll keep the basketball underneath. I'll eventually find my words. It's okay. Take your time, man. Take your time. JJ has to slow down a little bit, breathe, calm down. He's forcing things. Let it come to you, young fella. You got teammates out there. Jordan into McCoy. McCoy, big pump face against Cachese. Outstretched arm trying with the right-handed hook. Won't get it, and Lawler, another loose ball personal. 
And on that possession, that was really good defense by Kachese. He showed the ability to move his feet and stay with the more nimble McCoy and not get the block, but definitely alter the shot. At least keep him far enough away from the basket that he's not laying it up and in easily. Correct, correct. Sens has McCoy, two of the brighter sneakers that we'll see on this court here tonight. Definitely. Pretty sure that you could see Kevin's from space. Nice block by Josh McCoy. Josh McCoy playing return to sender with Zion Paschal. It'll stay with Exeter. 2.8 seconds left here in the first. 7-0 run by Exeter. They'll look down nice. low. They find Kevin Sens. Backdoor cut on the low block. That's going to irk Snip. Yep, and there you go. Where are you doing? He'll have some choice words for him during the break. Instead, you'll just hear choice words from our sponsors. 16-10 Exeter on top when we return here on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Back here for second quarter action. Exeter on top by six. Still not off the bench yet. Saints are. They'll buzz him a second time and a little bit longer at the scorer's table. <laughs> very, very good game so far, Ryan. Even though the, the, the Saints are down by six, it really doesn't feel like that. They're hungry. They're working hard. They're getting back on defense. I think right now they need to try to swing this game into more of a run-and-gun style game that will help benefit them. Get Kachese winded, maybe just a little bit. It's not really their style, but if they can get out in transition, they will. They'll look down to Kachese. Kachese work. ah. working on McCoy. He's going to spin around with the basketball, and we're going to have a kickball called on cheese. It'll belong with Burks Catholic. Yeah, that time they immediately went down to the double team, not allowing him to get back up with it, and he ended up losing possession. Well, the problem with that is when you're 6'7", you got to keep the ball high. Yep. You don't bring it down where these little guys get scrapping and get their hands in there. And that's just a lesson learned. And he doesn't make that mistake too often. He hasn't in the second part of this season. Eight straight double-digit games. Big time. For Cachese, who has really come into his own. It's McCoy once again, a little jab step. Now he'll have the basketball again, trying to draw Cachese out. Can they? Finally look down to Ryan Cuck. Has it knocked away by Paschal. Ball still loose on the floor. Jordan, a little scoop pass to Cuck. Now off to the races here, Burks Catholic. That's it. That's it. The Saints will not go away. They will not go away. They, they come to play today, Ryan. They Cuck, his play. first bucket. Trims the lead to four. Once again, they'll look to expose McCoy on the low post as he's getting in front of Cheese. And we're going to have a traveling violation. Well, Reese Garvin was Colin handling Garvin. the ball well and j just got caught up at the end there. Until he got put on skates. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan coming across. 
Yeah, I think if you're Josh McCoy and you're on top of Cachese like that, defending him, you need to front him. You have to get in front, make them pass over the top because you're not giving him anything easy. That's right. You know, if you want right. to lob past me into the low post, good luck. I'm more athletic. Yep. I might be able to tip it. You're going to have to make a perfect pass to get it over top of me, and that's just how he's going to have to defend. Goes up against Cachese, draws the contact. Ashcroft is incredulous. I thought that Snip was showing that he hit him with an elbow and he was just scratching his shoulder blade. Well, and there you go again. <laughs> McCoy, he, he pump faked two or three times at the, at the perimeter, so you can see in his mind he's debating. Let should I take aggressive. this shot or should I go? Hey, man, let him be aggressive. And when you go, things like that happen. So now Cheese has, what, two fouls on him. We're here in the second quarter. And... From last game's experience, we know that Ashcroft trusts his big man to and play leave in. under control. Second one's good. You know, but will that have him drawn out of the post even further now, working in foul trouble? No, I think he's going to sit back and play paint protector. Paschal pull up nice jumper shot. from the right elbow is true. Got to get a lot more out of Zion tonight. He's got to get in double figures, and somebody else has got to help. Him and Kevin Sands can't not have double figures tonight. Oh, it's a good start then for Paschal, his first bucket. McCoy lining up a triple. That one too strong. And looks like Garvin grabbed the board and stepped out of bounds. Exeter fans uh, reminding their uh, home team here that that would be the blue crew, Ryan. McCoy's <laughs> struggling to shoot here early. They'll get it down to Cuck. Now a little hot potato as Jordan gets sends up in the air, kicks to Jack Miller, who drains the triple. Jack Miller is first bucket. He's an assassin from the outside. Stone Cold Killer. Mark Catholic closing the gap to one now. A 7-2 run here to open up the second. He'll look there down low is. to Gachese. Gachese on the low block, too strong. Grabs his own board. Leaves that one short. Got to give your hats off to McCoy on the defense for that one. They're working. Josh McCoy. Ooh. Now to JJ, who has it tipped away. And they're going to say ball. a jump ball? No. No. Oh, no. That, that one We've was got replay. Yeah, you can watch replay. It was clearly tipped out of bounds. I think this referee's coming over and saying, yeah, I think I have it. And they're going to give it to Exeter. Yeah, you know, that one was off get it right. Just get it right. That's it's all fine. good. The, the refs are human, too, but they get it right. I applaud Snip that. doesn't believe it, that the referee back here by midcourt would make the call, and the referee on top of it is sitting there saying, I don't know, jump ball. And Snip's giving them the business. <laughs> Wouldn't expect anything less. Kachese doubled immediately, tries to kick out to Kelsey. J.J. Wow. Jordan strips and skides in for two. Wow. You, you talk about hunger, athleticism, and determination all in one quick play. J.J. Jordan's got it. Well, enjoy that, Wilkes Colonels. J.J. will be going D3, playing football, maybe basketball. That's Not it. quick enough on the double team was Jack Miller, and Miller 
Yeah, he'll get the business from Snip running past the bench. Yes, sir. But Cachese, now his fifth bucket for five. Well, and that's the way you have to execute the offense and let him just go right ahead with the ball as soon as he gets it. Burks Catholic, that ends a 9-2 run, and Kingston McCoy hitting the triple. Freshman on the board. 22-20, Burks Catholic on top. Four minutes left to play here in the first half. You can tell that put some juice behind Burks Catholic. Another three put up by Kelsey. Big time shot, Alex Kelsey. Alex Kelsey, his first bucket. And he's been waiting to get back here in this arena for this game. He had a, a rough going at the very end last year. He wants to get it back this year. Cuck was looking for Miller in the corner. Well tracked by Kelsey. Takes to McCoy on Garvin. Takes one dribble, gives it up to his brother. He will come all the way across, loses the basketball because he bumped into Jordan. Now back to McCoy. McCoy, dribble handoff with Jordan. Jordan pulls up. That one, no good from the left elbow. Kelsey in transition, well covered by Kingston McCoy, just playing free safety there, knocking it away. Good job by him. Now back here on the other end. Nobody even attempted to box out Anthony Cachese down there. I know he's a big man, but come on, you guys. You got to put a body on a body and, and look to do something. Dobble into the game for the Eagles. As the freshman getting some run here early. Looking down to Cachese once again. Just beautiful pass leading him to the right side of the bucket from the left post. Unable to finish. Jordan in transition. He's going to get a travel called. Well, this time it was. <laughs> I don't know. It almost looked like I thought tied it was a him jump. up to me. Yeah, I was going to call that a jump ball right away. Well, when we think it's a jump ball, it's a travel. When we think that it's uh, pretty clear and obvious, it is a uh, jump ball. I don't know. Maybe I need to put my contacts in or something. I, don't know. I got no idea. But I just changed mine, so my <laughs> eyes are good. Goodness gracious. 23-22 Exeter on top. Kelsey. Up. Now sends. Has it knocked away by Kingston McCoy. Paschal tracks it down near midcourt. Trying to have his pocket picked, and I think, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a that's a foul on Jordan, unfortunately. It's a foul on Jordan, even though he got the uh, the business for Paschal. I, I don't know. The, the way I saw it, uh, J.J. looked like the aggressor to me. But, you know, when you put... Iron sharpens iron, right? And these two dudes are as tough as they come out here on this court. And we got a front seat view of them right here. Yeah, get your camera out here, Nate. So we're going to have a timeout taken as Paschal drawing with Jordan, who wants no parts of it. You know what I want a part of? Oh, we're staying here. All right, never mind. I was going to say <laughs> commercial break, but. That's a thanks, 30. Thanks for ruining that, Jerry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Set, setting it up for a perfect transition here and. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Remember it for next time. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we had some drawing going on between the two sides. Smart timeout here to cool the Jets a bit. Alex Paschal. Kelsey stepped in there, yeah. too, and Jordan gave him a little shove. Well, and then, you know, you don't want the benches clearing because you can see how that could quickly escalate. Pretty sure Paschal was asking uh, J.J. if he wanted more smoke. <laughs> See, I know what the kids say. 23-22. <laughs> you don't make me choke on my water, Ryan. Goodness. Come on, man. 226 left here in the first half. 
as a one-point advantage here for the Eagles. High screen for Paschal. Paschal gets stuck on that. End up driving in, trying to drop it off to Cachese was Kelsey. Has it knocked away. Jordan forcing the issue, losing the basketball. Just a bad decision there by J.J. Yeah, nobody Got up in the air and nowhere one. to go with it. Yeah. Jordan gets spun around by Cachese, and we're going to have a foul on the shot. There's a little picking. Well, it wasn't even a pick and pop. It was just using the screen there. The Paschal yeah. draws the personal. Well, and you want to see Zion get more involved with the offense and contribute a little bit more. I would, I would categorize him as a pass-first point guard, but he doesn't have to be. He's talented enough and athletic enough to get to the hoop, and he's got a nice, solid mid-range jumper. First one's good by Paschal. Extends the lead to two. Looking to make it three. Hits the second. He's got four. Exeter now with nine in the quarter after 16 in the first. Slow down the pace just a tad here. A minute 40 left in the second quarter. Now what you haven't seen much of it is the backdoor cuts that we're used to seeing Burks Catholic do. And that's got cheese written all over it. He's just not allowing that to happen. Or he's that much of a deterrent. McCoy drives in, throws up a wild wow. shot, which is followed by Jordan. And, and that's what you want out of your star player. You want him to be all over the court. He's offensive rebounding. He's getting putbacks. He's might, everywhere. Might be, speaking of putbacks, maybe put back in uh, Snip's good graces after that. <laughs> Cachese kicks it out. Paschal lines up a triple. Hits the triple. I just said he can shoot it too, right? He's, I believe it, you did, yeah. And he's, he's right on call. I tell him this all the time. Zion, you got to go shoot the rock, man. Shoot the rock. Shooters got to shoot. Well, shoot it he is. Seven points all coming here in the second. Look at the D. Look at the D. The intensity. He's, he's coming hit. out. Guarding Cuck. Guarding Kingston McCoy. Miller draws the personal. Yeah, the freshman bumped him. Aiden Dobble yeah, bumped him on that he's, one. He's working against Dobble, and that's a uh, certainly what you would like to see is smart, heady uh, senior leadership there from Jack Miller taking on the freshman. They're like, all right, you want to throw Kelsey on me? Yeah, I might not be able to do much. Throw a freshman <laughs> on me, and uh, I'll pull some stuff out of my bag of tricks. As they give it back to him, he'll swing it to Cuck. Cuck looking for a screen from Lawler. Lawler spins off, nowhere to go. Well guarded by Paschal. Cuck trying to break down Sens. Out to McCoy. McCoy, a jumper, throws it Kelsey up. he got a piece of that. Either got a piece of it or got a piece of McCoy. <laughs> there was no follow-through on that shot. It was just straight chuck. Ten seconds left. Final possession here for Exeter. Nearly tipped away by Lawler. Paschal is in. That one off to the right. Followed up by Cachese. Garbage in the gold. There it is. And that will do it. Don't count it even if it went. And Exeter. Great half. Led by Anthony Cachese, who has a dozen. 30-24, your score at the break. It's the Exeter Eagles. Currently on top of Berks Catholic by a half dozen after two quarters of play. We'll take a break and be back to recap the first half 
and more when we return on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks. sports count on penn state health sports medicine to help you get back to doing what you love weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers they'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you same day and next day appointments available call penn state health sports medicine at 610-378-2255 that's 610-378-2255 the new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. It's the Saints Sports Network. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Ole. On the web at Ole Valley Feed. And on Facebook. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of EXP Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. 
Exeter 30, Burks Catholic 24 after two quarters of play. Taking a look at some of these stats here for yeah. Exeter. Led by who else but Anthony Cachese. He feasted on, on Burks Catholic the last time that they met. And even in foul trouble. But he has 12 points here after two quarters of play. And it's been a relatively easy 12 points. I don't feel like he's had to work really hard. He's not. He's missed a couple of close shots on the inside, but when they've slowed the offense down, been able to put the ball in his right hand so he could just turn left immediately and find the square. So he's doing just big old drop step and That's right it. up with it. That's it. It's worked very, very well for the Eagles. 12 points for him, 7 for Paschal, 4 for both Kelsey and Sens, and then Reese Garvin with the triple. And then for Burks Catholic, you got six players. All uh, with at least one field goal. J.J. Jordan, the only one with multiples here tonight. He has eight points to lead the way for Burks Catholic. Followed by Josh McCoy, who hit the three on the first possession. That's right. And then he hit two at two at the stripe for five. And Kingston McCoy with a triple and one at two at the line. Jack Miller with a three. And then Ryan Cuck and Jackson Gettio both with two points apiece. We did not see Gettio at all, I think, in that entire second quarter. No, and he, you know, he, he got his bucket in early and then he he was out of there but the thing that really I'm looking for I need to see Ryan Cup I need to see I need him to show up now's the time where they need you right here man um and I'd like to see Snip take advantage of maybe some other low post opportunities with Cup when he's matched up against Paschal or he gets a, a smaller player on him take advantage of that if Exeter is able to do it in some instances you can do it too on the other end yeah, I'm not sure if it's just a lack of comfort from, from Cuck not, mm -hmm. you know, being comfortable with his back to the basket because that could be perfectly true. It could be. Uh, but we've I've seen him take turnaround jumpers and be successful. I've seen him, you know, be able to work down in the low post. You know, it's not that he doesn't have a soft touch or anything like that. But you have, I don't know, four or five inches on Paschal at the very least. You're talking 6'3", Cuck. Paschal is, you know, maybe 5'10 in stilts. <laughs> or, in, or in lifts I don't know but to your point he should be able to do something sure. uh, down there so you know but again maybe that's just not part of Stip's game plan today maybe he sees other things where they can take advantage of, of the Eagles but that's just something that the naked eye sees out here but we'll see how the second half goes it's a close game and it's been great to watch Certainly has been. I think and we started talking about it during the break and didn't get to finish our conversation, so I'll finish it here. <laughs> but Jerry looking cut at, us off. Yeah, Jerry did cut us off. <laughs> but looking at ways that you could try to exploit Josh McCoy and Ryan Cuck, because I think that those two really could hold the key to the second half here because Cuck is a dead-eye three-point shooter. That's right. That maybe it's having him run a little bit of point forward, bringing the ball up, running a little pick-and-roll, or, you know, some kind of early, you know, screen at the top of the key to try to get a favorable switch. That's right. You know, I think that if you're Burks Catholic, you're comfortable with dragging Cachese out because then he has to respect uh, Ryan Cuck's shooting ability. That's right. Then That's you right. put McCoy down on Paschal, who you have an even wider uh, height differential there. Just looking at different ways that you can try to work switches in or work uh, you know, different guys down in the low post when you have what are perceived mismatches. I would really like to see them try something a little bit different here in the second half to try to exploit what mismatches we see here on the court. Or at least at minimum, 
you force Coach Ashcroft to go into his bag to find different ways to defend. Because mm-hmm. now you're giving, you're giving him different problems here. But, you know, we're just the commentators. These guys, you yeah, know, this is more, true. they've forgotten more basketball than we know. <laughs> so we wouldn't even pretend that to. Is- Without a doubt, <laughs> true for Snap. Without a doubt. <laughs> and uh, also for Coach Ashcroft as well, a former player under under Coach Esterly. How about that? The student and the teacher. The teacher and the student. Wax on, wax off. And again, second straight year that they get to match up here. Under the lights here at Santander Arena, right here in downtown Reading. And Nothing quite like it, is there? No, no. The The atmosphere here is special. The The crowd is in it. The student sections are in it. Um, I can hear some of the fans screaming. I don't think they're screaming obscenities, but I can hear they're them not. screaming uh, even through my, my headphones here. I haven't heard anything four letters or less. I saw Jerry turn his head once. I wonder what he heard. Uh, let me tell you, Mr. Jordan is sitting right behind us. Oh, he's not You can happy. hear him. Oh, yeah, he's not. You, <laughs> you can hear JJ's dad. Yeah, you, yeah, you can definitely hear my man out there. And, uh, yeah, I can hear him. <laughs> See, I always pop uh, one ear open here so that I can kind of hear. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't make these headsets with, like, almost half of a uh, – a headset on one side. They do make them, but they're much more expensive. Well, that explains it. Yeah, we're balling on a budget, baby. You know, we got to do what we got to do. You know, uh, we've come up. No, 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 no. I'll give Jerry credit. We're now at the audio technical level. Before nice. this was the Yamaha level oh. that we constantly. It was the three and a half millimeter port that we needed to, uh, you know, make into a regular uh, mic jack here. Yeah, quarter inch. Nice. nice. And before that, it was a microphone on the table that you were like an old-timey news reporter speaking into the mic. And before that, we had a squirrel running on a treadmill, <laughs> powering everything. So we've made some real strides. Hey, that's that's great, Jerry. Every single year, it gets better. <laughs> Look, we're eating steak now, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Just like this year, I actually have somebody to talk to doing Berks Catholic hey, games. Man. And it's been, it's been special working with you, learning from you guys. Uh, so so happy for the opportunity, and I definitely feel like I belong here. Back underway in the second half. Jack Miller watches it go in and out. Berks Catholic deciding, all right, let's match up with Gachese a little bit better. Javen Diaz, his first minutes of the contest. Nice. He's fresh into the game, and he's going to try to go pound for pound with Cachese. And you know what? Having that bigger frame that Diaz has, oh, yeah. he's going to go in there and throw it. And you know what? He's got C- his arms straight up. Cachese, well, what did that matter? Yeah, that, it didn't <laughs> matter on that one. But you know what? Up and down the court, he's going to make Cachese work a little bit more physically than a Josh McCoy would. Cachese with 14. The lead extended to eight. Jordan working baseline. Turns back around. Gets Garvin in the air. His floater is good. Thought he was bumped. He's not going to get the call. But he now enters double figures with 10. And J.J. Jordan, once again, just fearless underneath. Doesn't care who you are, how big you are. He's going to find the cylinder. Diaz popping out to guard Paschal before Jordan comes back for him. His jumper's no good. He'll swing it around. Sends big old jab step. Works into the lane. Trying to get it down low to Cachese. And big fella can't bend that far. But it goes out of bounds off of the off of the Saints. And Kev Dia. on that, that possession was just doing too much. Get it to Big Cheese right away and let him go to work. Don't be cute with it. 
Kelsey underneath hits Cheese beyond the arc. They'll use him as a big screen. Driving in, working on Diaz was Garvin. Garvin to the stripe. And that's two quick ones for Diaz. Well, that's just his first. Oh, I thought he I thought he fouled down here. No, he didn't. No, Cheese scored on him. That's Cheese scored on him. That's what that was. Sorry about that, Diaz. I'm sure he'll listen later. <laughs> We're seeing Alex Kelsey and Jack Miller getting very physical as they're running up the uh, up the court. Garvin, I think position. that was a uh, a yes. Second one, no good. It was. Had my head down for two seconds, and yep, that's all it takes. That's right? all it takes. Little dribble handoff to McCoy. McCoy too strong. Garvin the board. Diaz, yeah, he's fixated on Kachese. Yes, yes, he is. He's got laser focus on where he's going. They'll go right back to Cheese. Cheese nice. doubled up by Miller, and we're going to have a jump ball. Well, and that's it. Diaz gives him a, gives him a push, mm -hmm. takes his attention away from the little guy, Jack Miller, coming around on the other side. Can't make it too easy. Yeah. That's, they, a, that's a good strategy. I think that was the strategy that they had the first game as sends off a pick. That one off back iron. Cut skies for the rebound. Jordan gets a high screen, pulls up in the paint, and it's good. And look, he's he's <laughs> he's doing what he does. He's taking over. At what point in time do they run a double team at JJ to try to get that ball out of his hands? I think that you'd like to make JJ have to That's make those it, types Zion. of decisions. Then you got Zion Paschal That's racing it. in against Diaz. Diaz a little shy there. That's what he has to do. I want to see more of that out of Paschal. Well, you see what kind of mismatch they got there. And here you have Cuck working down low. Has to pick up his dribble out to Jordan. Jordan McCoy. Now Ryan Cuck. We're going to have a foul before the shot. They're going to call the foul on the floor on Paschal before the shot was taken. Shot looked good by Cuck, but yeah, the shot was good by Cuck. Waved it off. Jordan will take a break as McCoy enters for him. Exeter pulling away a little bit. 35-28. Cuck. Oh, Zion Paschal taking a big old shoulder to the face from Josh McCoy. Diaz called for the personal on the loose ball. That will be a second foul now. That'll be number two. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's one of those things. You're not in position. You know that you have a role to play here in the second half. You That's can't right. take cheap fouls like that. If you're going to make, if you're going to foul, make them count. And fouls away from the bucket like that, not going to do it as Kingston McCoy swats away Paschal. Right back down to Sins, who follows up. Been, been waiting to see Sands get in and, and get a little bit more work and get going. Lead is up to nine. Burks Catholic will take a timeout. It'll be a 30-second variety. A lot different of a game than we saw the first time. A lot different than we even saw the second time. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Now in our third contest between these two schools, the rubber match, as you will. Exeter on top by nine. They never hit that uh, in their last game. They were trailing for virtually the entirety, if not all, of the first matchup. 
But Burt's Catholic, still plenty of time here remaining. 5.02 left here in the third, trailing by nine. It's a three-possession game. Well, and, and all you know, get to two, you get a bucket here, you get a stop, you're right. back into it. And don't, you got to take care of the ball here. Turnovers will be what kills you. Well, Kingston McCoy, they'll trust the freshman with ball handling duty. It's Cuck with Paschal. Gets a screen from Diaz. They get the switch. They got Diaz down on Paschal. Paschal fronting him. Yeah, it's a little too far away. Driving in is McCoy. McCoy fouled by Zenz to the stripe he goes. It'll come with 439 left here. The offense looked good by the Saints, and they had they found a mismatch between Diaz and Paschal, but just got to get him the ball earlier. Jack Miller just a little bit late on that pass, but the idea was there. Kingston McCoy at one point in their previous contest. Their uh, 65-48 win against Muhlenberg. Mm -hmm. He had all 10 of Burke's Catholic's points in the fourth quarter. Oh, wow. In that one. That one in and out. Two of four at the line for Kingston. Five points to his credit this evening. He'll work with Paschal, who's to track it in. Ashcroft probably thought about uh, taking in that pass. Soft turnaround floater from Kachese is good. Doesn't really matter who's guarding him here tonight. He has 16. No, it, it doesn't. And Diaz is doing everything he can out there. Josh McCoy driving in, rejected by the tag team of Garvin and Cheese. They'll get it up to Sens. Has to go off his fingertips. He has to track it down. Tries to find Garvin in the paint, and he barely touched that ball and threw it back to the to the uh, to the court. Saints back with it, setting up the half-court offense. McCoy, nowhere to go with it. He has to give it up to Cuck. Cuck, a little rip through, gives it up to Miller. Miller driving in way too close to try a bounce pass. They come away with it, though. Right Miller will line up a three. Off front iron, no good. Cheese the board, and we'll take a referee timeout here as they will check on Kelsey, who hit the deck hard. Well, Kelsey's going to be all right, but on that last possession there, they had an opportunity to go right back to Diaz, who had Zion guarding him in the post. And when you're giving J.J. Jordan a rest like he's getting right now, you have to capitalize on every opportunity to get points out there. Specifically, if other guys haven't been putting up big numbers, you can't let something like that go. we got to find that, make the right pass, and give Diaz an opportunity to contribute offensively. Well... And you have to say, Exeter, who had to get used to not playing with Joey Schlaffer this year. How about that? And finally have come around, rounded into form here, I think is suffice to say. They're playing their best basketball. They are playing right their best basketball entering. That's why they landed the number two seed. They ended up outdueling Burks Catholic. That win at BC most certainly being the dagger. That was big time. They'll work down to Diaz. Or Cachese on Diaz. That time Diaz, well done by him. They'll scoop it to Garvin. Garvin, unfinished business, grabs the offensive board. Foul going back up with it. And he will go to the charity stripe. Yeah, pick your poison. He fouled him twice. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's all good. But yeah. I, I don't know how you missed the first one. J.J. Jordan and Parker Nine getting ready to re-enter the game as Garvin hits the first. It was a great moment in the game here when Kelsey was down on the ground. 
he put his hands up for uh, Pascal to help him up. Pascal went like this to him, like, like stay down, stay down. And, and he, he put his hands back up. Come on, get me up. 2-2 <laughs> two, two at the stripe for Garvin. Garvin has six. Three of four from the stripe here in the second half. McCoy working himself out of danger. See, as he's got Josh McCoy, that. yeah, he's thinking about shooting. Ends up not. Now he's a little gun shy after missing a few threes. As driving in is Jordan. Jordan kicks to Kingston. McCoy able nice. to get Paschal in the air. Finally pops up in the lane and hits the bucket. And you watch the freshman Kingston McCoy's confidence grow every game. Now it was much needed there as Exeter had ballooned their lead to a dozen. Their largest of the evening. Send spinning into the lane. They're going to call a travel. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't know. Replay. I mean, I'll, let's look at it, Ryan. Let's see. One, One two. two, three. Yeah, it was. When you slow <laughs> yeah, it down. Yeah, when you slow it down. You slow it was. It, down. it was. He had that foot come back down to take a step almost immediately after picking up his dribble, and then he did the spin. And it wasn't a hop step. It was a spin into the lane where he set both feet. So, or one at a time, I should say. So, yeah, three steps. McCoy stopped at the elbow. Nine with Paschal on him. Nearly stripped by Kelsey. Has to give it back up. Josh McCoy thinking three. Hits it. That's it. That's, That's it. all you have to do, young fella. And, you know. Dream it, believe it. He kept so many times. Hesitated. 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 Young fella, your team needs you right now in this moment. Shoot the rock. Shoot it if you're open. They'll work down to Diaz. Cachese, a little bump, gets two more. <laughs> and, you know, when you see that elbow from Anthony Cachese come up, you big better watch basketball. out. Yeah, you got to watch out, man. You got to watch out. That is big boy basketball from Cachese. Cachese will not be continuing his basketball career, though maybe he should. I think he attends the out. University of Delaware. J.J. Jordan lining up a wide open three. No good. Cachese able to tip the rebound to Sens. It goes off of Kevin out of bounds. It will belong to the Saints as Lawler will check in. Gets the approving nod from Coach Snip as Diaz will hit the bench. A couple minutes well worth it from him. McCoy loses his dribble, has to pick it up. Hand off to Jordan. Out to nine. Nine. Driving in. Takes two big steps up with the left. No good. Cachese grabs the board, tips it out to Paschal. And finally, Kelsey will bring the ball up the floor. I feel like a hockey announcer just rattling off names as they touch the basketball. Hey, you've been doing a good job. And the game is moving quick, man. You're just game keeping up with the quick. flow of traffic. Nothing wrong with that. A nine-point advantage. The Saints had a 5 nothing spurt. Take it back down from a dozen. Now trailing by nine. Exeter content to cycle it around up top. Sends it was wide open wide in open. that corner as McCoy got lost in traffic. Now Kelsey. Lawler on him. Now back to Sends to Paschal. And I think this is probably how they'll end it is J.J. Jordan trying to get the steal on Paschal. Still with his hands on him. Now Senzel give it back to him. Eight seconds. Now they can finally start their play. And J.J. Jordan called for the personal. 
Well, he probably could have called him for that about five times on that possession <laughs> as he was bumping and rubbing. And, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, Talladega or uh, Days of Thunder where Rubbin's racing. <laughs> rubbing is a foul here in basketball. Basketball. As oh, J.J. Jordan man. draped all over Paschal. Has it poked away. That time he gets it. Nine stripped and fouled with one second left here on the clock. So that will be on Paschal. That will be his second. They'll get it up to Josh McCoy. McCoy takes a three. <laughs> I thought that was online. It did look it good. It looked good out of his hand. That will do it here for the third. Exeter on top, 43-34. Eight more minutes to play. And while we wait for the time to tick off here, we'll take a quick break. More to come when we return on the Exeter and St. Sports Networks. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Now let's get back to the game on the Saints Sports Network. 43-34. You like symmetry. It's about as uh, good as it gets here. How about that? How about that? Eight more minutes left to play. Well, big time game so far. I mean, Exeter's got the lead. They deserve it. They've been playing better, in my opinion. Let's see what the Saints have to push and, and do in this last waiting minutes. Josh McCoy thinking three. He'll hold up again. They'll find Jordan down on the low post. He has sends draped all over him. And yeah, you gotta call that. He was riding him like Seabiscuit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely Seabiscuit. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> I, felt, I don't know. Name your horse. I felt that. <laughs> uh, who, who's, who's, I'm thinking Smarty Jones. There you go, Smarty you go. Jones. We'll pull out the Philly kid. Pull up jumper from Cuck from the left side is too strong. Jerry, you like that. You got to know a little bit about everything, man, to succeed when you're a hustler. Dude, very well done. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Garvin descends. Paschal. Kelsey now with Lawler draped on him. Drives in with the left. Dishes along Push. the baseline, and Lawler called for the personal. For Lawler, that's his third. Oh, no, make it his fourth. Never mind. That's his fourth. Must have missed one along the way. It is nice to have the replay screen up here. Got some replay. A football pass it from Paschal to Cachese. Looking down low, and that Great time, big-time defense from Josh McCoy. Now running the court. Ahead to Jordan and an Ooh. offensive foul. Wow. That's he didn't know call. what he was going to call. That's a bad call. Paschal... Did not have position. No, not at all. Jordan, I mean, to be fair, even if you don't have position, Jordan lowering his shoulder to draw contact is enough. But you saw him kind of fake the offensive foul and then kind of put his arms down like he was going to call the block, and then he went back to offensive. 
Nice look at the other East end. Garvin. Garvin chucking it baseline. And Cachese now hitting 20. He hasn't gone to the stripe once. That says that's a, a lot. And that's another thing. That and that's also why he's going up with it quick. You know, if you're going to foul him, you should foul him going up. He's not a strong free throw shooter. He hasn't gone there once, and he has 20 points. All on just 10 buckets from the field. Josh McCoy pull up three. And oh, he's another back. one for McCoy. He's back. His third. And now he's finally feeling it a little bit. And that's the confidence you want to see out of the kid. And that's what Burks Catholic needs right now to get back into this game. Time is not on their side right now. The sense of urgency should be there. And if that's anything that Snip can probably do when you have him face-to-face -face with you, it's probably increase your urgency a bit. <laughs> you know what? I thought about Snip, you know, and if he were a football player, you would say he's got a motor. That's how you would describe that guy because he just doesn't stop. And I wonder where he gets that from. If we ever interview him again, I'm going to ask him that question. Where do you get that motor from, Coach Snip? What's going on with that? He's still got it. He's been doing it a long man, while. Man. Between Burke's Catholic, Central Catholic, Ken has pretty much seen it all here at the high school level. Guiding Central Catholic to numerous district championships as ball loose on the floor. Finally, Garvin nearly tackled as Cuck and Jordan collided. Cachese no leaves it on the doorstep. Lawler comes down with the board. They'll try to go up to Ryan Cuck, who has to play free safety himself. Ball is still out. loose. And it's off of Kelsey out of bounds. Get a timeout. The play is getting sloppy. Somebody's going to get hurt out here. They just had a timeout. <laughs> that, those last couple exchanges, oh gosh. I, I couldn't you know take that you know that he's reluctant, but he wants to. <laughs> J.J. Jordan, you have a senior-laden team, mm -hmm. and maybe not a pass that you want to try there in that situation. One on two, Cuck having to break up a pass intended for him. Take your time, young fella. Take your time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're, uh, what they're looking at here. Finally what they need is a, a bona fide mop guy out there. That's what you need. Well, they're faking going up top to McCoy. Cachese looking down at his thumb, so we'll see if that becomes an issue. Out to Kingston. Kingston into the lane, too many steps. Well, there you have it. Turnovers, uh, they will hurt you. Turnovers will hurt you. This time full court pressure here by the Saints. Exeter working out of it. Paschal will walk it up. 5.45 left here in the fourth. Exeter I, on top by eight. I don't know. I think Snip is uh, testing one of these officials. They'll look down low for Cachese this time. McCoy nearly comes down with the Cachese, the up and under. The reverse layup is good. 22 now for Cachese. And that's what I said, that Cheese needs to get 20 or more for the, for, for the Eagles to win, and well, he's at 22. And that he has. They'll kick it out. Josh McCoy, a three. Wow, bang, bang. Josh McCoy, his fourth triple. And if he was reluctant to shoot, whatever happened here in the second half has lit a fire underneath him as he has Burks Catholic still within seven. We'll take a quick break and be right back. 5.14 to play when we return here on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks.
hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Back here to Santander Arena. A seven-point lead here for Exeter as they have led for the majority of this one. Berks Catholic once again coming out in a full-court press. 1-2-2 two, two press Ooh. here. They get it away over to Kelsey. Kelsey looking down low. Well done by Josh McCoy. Flashing into the passing lane, knocking it away. Good hands. Active hands. That's what they're looking at. I mean, this is something that they didn't explore the first, uh, the last time around, I should say, mm -hmm. at BC, of actually having McCoy work on Kachese. And now you're going with Gedio back into the game as they're trying to give Cheese different looks down there on the low block. Exeter in no rush here, up by seven. Kingston McCoy trying to pay the passing lane. Sends going in. He's nice. met by Gedio with both hands. Tries to throw it back in. Does so to Kingston McCoy. Two on three in transition. McCoy stripped by Kelsey. Now a three on one as Kelsey goes nice. up. Gets it across. And Kevin Sens finishes off the transition bucket. Sends his fourth bucket for eight. Leads back to nine. Jordan back in, gets two more. Jordan has been quiet here in the fourth, but he has 14. Well, you knew he wasn't going to have another game where he only got seven. And he simply will take over if you allow him to. Yeah, they're looking to re-run the offense here. And again, Burks Catholic, if you're coming out, you got to force some pressure. Yep. What do they call and this we're going to have a Gadio? foul... away from the ball. They're going to call it on yeah. Gedio. Gedio, that's what I thought. So for Gedio, that would be his first, but even more important, it was the team's, well, they said fifth. They have seventh up there. Yeah, that's if it's seven, then it's one and one. And, and that's So it is one and one. one. There and you one. go. That was the team's seventh. That was their Look their at you on foul. top of it, man. I'll tell you that, Ryan. You don't miss a beat, baby. <laughs> I heard five. Like I said, I have the uh, the one ear off here. And for Cachese, his first trip to the line tonight hits the first. That? that says a lot. You, you would think that the big man would, ha would have been fouled a lot more yeah. often tonight. He did not get every call. I think there were some calls that they obviously missed on him, but he's getting it done at the line, too. Ah, misses the second. One of two. Still a free point for Exeter, no matter how you split it. Up by eight now. Jordan strolling across the lane to Cuck. Cuck, pull-up jumper is good. That's big time. Cuck, his first bucket since the second quarter. Makes it a six-point game here as a 30-second timeout. Cuck had a hand in his face from Sens. And it will be a full timeout, Jerry. Never mind. So we'll be a full. We'll take a quick break. We'll get one in. 50 to 44 when we return here on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks. 
The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Now back to the game on the Saints Sports Network. Just under four minutes to play in this BCI AA semifinal rematch from last year, the rubber match during the 2022-23 season. As the team split the regular season series as Paschal barely able to get it away out of the double team. They'll work it around to Kelsey. Now into the hands of Paschal. That's a great sends. job of Exeter, breaking the press and now setting up the offense and milking this clock. Looking to milk it as long as they can. They'll go down low to Cachese, who immediately kicks back out the Sens. That tells you they're not looking to score They right are not away. looking to score. They're just looking to <laughs> Bleed drain, yeah, drain time off the clock. Up by two possessions. Nice little find there wow. by Garvin. Wow. Razzle-dazzle. A la Magic Johnson. There you a go. la Jalen Rose. Drops it off on the doorstep for Cachese. Ooh, I thought he was going to dunk on cheese. Yeah, Cach Oh, my Josh goodness. Josh McCoy trying to dunk on cheese. Ryan Cuck Listen. needs to grab the uh, personal. Snips looking for the foul. He can't believe that there wasn't anything called. If McCoy throws that down, I think the crowd loses their mind. Kelsey will go to the stripe. One of two tonight. I saw him jump and I said, he's not trying to do what I think he's trying to do, is he? <laughs> wow. I'll tell you, Jerry, man, you know, just trying to enjoy the game, you know? Kelsey to the line where he's 50% for the year, misses the first. Oh. Jordan knocked to the ground. And man, by Garvin. I, by Garvin. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not questioning the officiating. That was definitely the right call. It just didn't come from the right official. <laughs> the official who was two feet away yeah, kept it. his whistle in his pocket as Jordan got plowed from behind by Garvin. Oh, man. 52-44, under three to play now. McCoy setting the screen on Paschal. He's able to fight through it. Now McCoy thinking three as Cachese trying to drape off of him. Yeah, and that was the matchup. J McCoy driving in, trying to go around Cachese, and we're going to have a foul called on Cheese. And that is um, reaping, that's reaping the benefits of the newfound confidence that Josh McCoy has gotten in the second half. Now you get fouls on the big man who's going to play a little bit more timid than he normally would. Third on Cachese. Miller back into the game, taking the place of Lawler. Virtually all the starters back out. Baguetio has been replaced by Kingston McCoy. McCoy working on Garvin. Good defense by him. Taking away the baseline. Out to Jordan. Jordan driving in his floater. No good. Well, it's almost like nobody else really wants to shoot the rock. J.J. gets it. He'll shoot it. 
They'll get it all the way up to Paschal, who will pull it back out to midcourt. And sends right in front of Ashcroft, who takes a timeout. It'll be a full timeout, Jerry. 52-44, Exeter on top with 152 remaining here in the semifinal matchup in BCIAAs. More to come when we return on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Eight-point lead for Exeter, 152 left here as Berks Catholic is going to come out hot and heavy. They'll get in the Paschal who receives it in the backcourt. They're immediately trying to double-team whoever they can. Paschal down low to Cachese. McCoy called for the personal. That's right. And, yeah, right. I mean, if you're Exeter, I mean, he's saying, yeah, that's okay, Zion. Probably shouldn't have thrown it down to Cheese. <laughs> they will gladly take that foul on Cachese here with a minute 44 and force the big fella to the line. One of two. Misses. Yeah. I mean, if you're Exeter, I'm not saying that you have to pull Cachese out. Ooh. As the Saints throw it away. Cuck was looking for Miller. Zigged when he should have zagged. And this is what you don't want to see. With a minute 38 left, you don't want to see the Saints lose their composure and begin to play, uh, I don't want to call it sloppy basketball, but you want to see them try to execute better than that. Paschal across to Sens. Sens double team, throws it away. Jordan comes down with it. He'll swing it out. Ryan Cuck has stripped by Garvin. Mm, caught a cop. Garvin nearly had it poked away, and they will call a timeout. Will Matt Ashcroft, a 32nd variety. Well, I want to say... They could have called a foul on Reese Garvin uh, with, a little, with a small push in the back on Jordan there. They weren't going to call that one. But Though if it was the Super Bowl and it was oh this late, I, I bet you they would uh, uh, blow their whistle. You, you know, I'm trying <laughs> Somebody's to. Bitter. There was enough of a jersey tug yeah. there to change course. I'm trying to recover from that, Ryan. <laughs> that was tough. But hats I off. I, I work from home on Monday, so I wouldn't have to face the world. Uh, you, you know, on Monday, 18 million people called out of work on Monday. <laughs> Crazy. Most of them in Kansas City. Most of them in Kansas City. But Which I have to go to next month. That's not going to be fun. Oh, wow. I'm going to avoid uh, Arrowhead like the plague. <laughs> I was hoping to be strutting through that airport wearing Eagles garb. <laughs> uh, not so much now. Paschal ahead to Kelsey. To nice touch pass to Garvin. They're going to have to make a decision here as we close in. 110 left. Yeah. Now double team throws it Finish. Hits Kelsey. Kelsey drops it off to Cachese. If you're Jordan, you got to hack Cachese. But instead, it's picked off by Kingston McCoy, who's fouled by Sens in transition. One and one at the line. That was Exeter's last foul. Well, and it, with a minute left, the Saints are not out of it. 44 52. 
they're not out of it, but you don't want to. It, it almost looks as if they they almost feel like they're out of it. You just got to keep playing, keep persevering. First one's good by Kingston. Kingston with eight points here this evening. That was a slow, lazy pass by Cheese who led to that turnover. It happens. It definitely happens. I think he was just surprised that he wasn't fouled. Second one, no good. Sends Skies for the board. Double teamed immediately. Cuck all around him, poking the ball away. Sends to the floor. Timeout. And they're going to give the timeout to Exeter. Oh, and, yeah, and Snip's going to be real mad about that because he, he didn't have – he, didn't have he did not have possession of the basketball. That ball was loose on the ground. See if we get a replay. Now you can watch the replay. We'll take a timeout here. Yeah, we'll take a timeout and be right back. 54.6 seconds left. Burke's Catholic trailing by seven when we return here on the Saints and Exeter Sports Networks. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole. On the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Back into this one. Kelsey takes the inbounds ahead to Paschal and a call here on the near side in front of us. A late whistle. They're going to call it on Kingston McCoy and it probably bails out the Saints here. Definitely. But it is two at the stripe for Kelsey. Looks like Kelsey a 50% free throw shooter coming into tonight's contest. See if we can knock him down here. One of four, hits first. Gachese back in, and yeah, you, you're seeing that they're, uh, what are we talking about, the good hands crew? <laughs> putting them in, yeah, they're pulling out Gachese. Putting in their free throw shooters as McCoy out hustled to the ball by Garvin after the miss as Jordan whiffed on the rebound attempt. Foul on the floor, two more at the stripe here for Exeter as they look to close it out. Well, and closing it out is what they are doing. Um, every time they hit these late game free throws, they get one step closer to moving on and advancing. And if I'm not mistaken, they haven't advanced to a, a title game in seven, uh, since 1974, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been a long time coming for the Eagles and they deserve it. The guy next to me wrote that since 1974. Since yeah. 1974. Okay. Okay. Is that is that the gentleman right there? Second That's one, no good. Sens grabs the board. He's fouled by McCoy. Two more at the stripe for Exeter, as they now have free throws number five and six upcoming. As Burke's Catholic, not that they're disinterested in grabbing rebounds, but they're the they're getting language. some bad bounces, but. Sends hits the first. And every free throw they make is just the proverbial stiff arm. You know, you see him on the sideline and give him the stiff arm and the face mask. That's what's happening every time they make a free throw. Sends hits both. 
Cuck. Lead now at 11 for Exeter. Cuck driving on Paschal. Puts up a three. That one no good. Cachese the board. A foul by McCoy will walk the length. And then that will pretty much seal the deal here with 37 seconds left. Yeah, you can stick a fork in them. Uh, Hard-fought game by both teams. You know, you can't, you can't fault the Saints. You know, they came out here. They swung. But today, Exeter, they just executed a lot better. And their game plan of going inside to cheese early and often just, was successful. Just no answer from Burks Catholic. You had about two weeks to figure out a solution, seeing Cachese come in and hitting 27 in your second matchup and still having no answer for him. I mean, it's not like the Exeter girls team, no offense, where it's Grace Reedy and nobody else. Cachese <laughs> has gotten help here tonight. He has. He has gotten some help. And it's because of that help that Exeter is able to control this one as Cachese will check out, gets a big old ovation, some standing from the Exeter side of the crowd. That's right. It's McCoy. Takes it off the floor. J.J. Jordan lining up a triple. That one off front iron. The rebound grabbed by Josh McCoy, I believe. And now they'll call the foul on McCoy. Back down to the other end. And they're going to walk the floor again. They will walk the floor. And, you know, my heart goes out to the kids. You know, I know all of the hard work that they put in throughout the season, throughout the offseason. And, you know, you want them all to win, but we can't all win. And sports teaches you a lot of life lessons, and this is one of them. You go out there, you give your hardest, and as long as you did that, you accept the outcome and you keep your head held high. And I hope these kids are able to do that tonight. For Exeter, they will sub in the remaining seniors that they have off the bench here as Paschal misses the first. As they should. So checking in, Josh Terman, 6'2", senior guard. Let's go, Turner. Who's that, Bauer coming Still in? Still coming in. Yep, Andrew Bauer. We'll also check seniors. in. We're seeing Devin Sheeran, 6'6", six six senior center. So all seniors out there, and they've earned this. As Paschal banks in the second. Jordan driving in. His layup attempt no good. Gets his own miss. That one also off the mark, trying to go straight up with it. Exeter will bring it across here. Jordan tries to swipe it from behind. Cuck trying to draw the personal. And finally, Matt Ashcroft will Call a take a timeout. It will be a quote-unquote full timeout, <laughs> but it will just be to insert Devin Nestor off the bench. Not a senior. He's a junior. But everybody getting to play a part of this semifinal victory here for Exeter. 13 seconds remaining, up by 14, 59-45. As Kelsey will try to dribble out the clock. Yeah, they're just letting J.J. Jordan yeah. get away with highway robbery here. They will dribble out the clock, and that does it. Exeter, a 14-point victory here. They will move on to the BCIAA final. 
here on Friday night at 8 o'clock at Santander Arena against the winner of the next game coming up between Redding and Wilson. Let's be honest, it's going to be Redding. So, <laughs> but they'll advance to the championship contest on Friday evening right here in downtown Redding. Congratulations to the Eagles. A fantastic game as well for Burks Catholic, who has a lot of basketball ahead of them still. They need a victory in districts to advance to states. they got two more tournaments hopefully up ahead of them in the near future. A fantastic Burke season has come to a close for the Saints. Yes. But 59-45, your final score here. They already cleared it off the scoreboard. 59-45. I have to write that down so I don't forget it. I always do that, Jerry. I don't know why. Why? So quick, Just right? so, so quick. anxious to get Exeter Burke's Catholic off the board. But again, fantastic job here by the Eagles advancing to the championship game on Friday evening right here at Santander. We'll recap this one and look forward to what could be to come for Exeter when we return here on the Exeter and Saints Sports Networks. With us right now, now that we've come back from commercial break. Yes, sir. You got cheese. Another 27-point outing, tying his Ooh. career high. It was like a carbon copy wow. of their last game. But this one, a little bit easier from coast to coast, really, as you guys played a spectacular game, 16 points, 14, 14, and 15. Steady across the board and doing the same to Burks Catholic as they scored, what, 10, 14, 10, and 11 going across so but again a 27 point outing talk about what uh, Burke's Catholic tried to throw at you this time that may have been a little bit different but still didn't work um you know I kind of expected uh, some more doubles and you know maybe some more you know aggressive help 
But uh, it was kind of similar to last game. Uh, I heard him yelling that he wanted him to front me. I, I don't know if they really got that done, but, you know, it was really similar. And, you know, I just went and did what I do. Well, Anthony, one thing that I brought up during the broadcast today was um, I thought that you needed to score a dub for Exeter to get the victory today. But I also wanted to see you make some passes from the post to find other open teammates. And I saw you do that today. Um, was that something that you you were told by Ashcroft to look for more, or, or was that something that naturally comes to you as a part of your game, knowing that you're going to get so much post work throughout the game? Um, I, I'd say it's both. You know, I knew I had to come into this game and do that. You know, I mean, scoring a lot of points on teams, I, I know I'm going to come out here and get doubled. You know, it's going to happen. So it was definitely a part of our game plan. I knew shooters were going to be open. I knew my guys were going to be cutting once their guy comes and helps, and, you know, it was there when it needed to be. Amen. You got things started early, eight points in the first quarter. How important is it is it to you that, no matter, I mean, they tried throwing Gettio on you to start. I mean, they pretty much threw the kitchen sink at you because they gave you a handful of different looks. Yeah. But they started with Gettio. They tried throwing Diaz at you a little bit to see if they could body you, and even that didn't work. You know, then they had Josh McCoy on you. I mean, taking a look at all three, who was the toughest matchup that you had here tonight uh, trying to get things working? Um, I mean, Diaz is probably one of the, the more physical guys. You know, he's, he's probably a little harder to move around than McCoy. Uh, but I'd still say it, it's probably McCoy. You know, that length makes it more difficult, I feel like, than, the, than, you know, the pressure. I could still, you know, just get up over that and, you know, hit him with the hook over the top. But McCoy, you know, it's, it's not, not the same. Anthony, talk to me about your mindset as you saw Josh McCoy kind of gain confidence in that second half with his outside shot. Um, did, did you worry about getting into foul trouble with him looking to drive now that his shot was thinking? How did you maintain your composure with that happening in the second half? Yeah, I mean, that, that was a big thing, and coaches told me, you know, I need to get out and get more of a hand. Yes, sir. In the beginning of the game, I was kind of letting him shoot it. I, I saw, you know, his confidence, you know, went a little bit once he started missing. But, you know, once he got hot in the first or second half, I definitely need to get up. But, you know, I didn't want to... I didn't want to get beat, you know, get into foul trouble. So that's definitely a factor. So look, you just helped your team advance to the to the to the, to the championship finals, right? For the first time since 1974. Crazy. How does that make you feel? It's amazing. You know, I, I I'm so happy. I'm gonna be all smiles tonight. I think it just shows that this Exeter class is is one for the history books. You know, basketball <laughs> and right. football. That's right. I'm sure our it's lacrosse team is gonna go get right. it done. Our baseball talk team. That tall. This is not this is not the same Exeter you used to see. That, that last game was no fluke. We're we're gonna keep it moving. Hey, when you go home, ask your pop, pop, what were you doing in '74? <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask him. One one final question. Who you got here in the other semifinal, Redding or Wilson? I'm going to have to go with Redding. You know, we'll, we'll see him right back here ready to go. We lost by five last time, and it ain't going to be the same outcome. Let's get that money, baby. Yes, there sir. You go. Yes, sir. Anthony Cachese, Delaware commit, another 27-point outing. Thank you. Thank you. Another career high for him. Congratulations. If we were handing out MVPs like we were in football, Cachese oh, would be it. it. He definitely gets it, and, you know, well-deserved by that young man. He comes out here, he works hard, and he's reaping the rewards. And everybody should be proud of that, and I'm, I'm glad that his team is behind him the way they are. Can he, can he finish 27 points? He was followed by Zion Paschal and Kevin Sens, who both had 10. Mm -hmm. And then Kelsey with five, Garvin with seven to lead the way for Burks Catholic again. A very senior-laden squad. <laughs> Burks is honestly tougher than the district for them, uh, which is odd to say uh, that you would struggle in counties 
but do better in districts, and that's just by virtue of uh, some of the size schools that you're playing. I hear you. They, hear uh, you. they got bumped back to Burks 2 after spending some time in Burks 1 last year. They ended up matching up against Redding in the final. This year it'll be Exeter, but Burks Catholic will still, without a doubt, uh, be favorites uh, going forward into district play. But as for tonight, J.J. Jordan and Josh McCoy, both with 14 points. Kingston McCoy coming alive as well for eight. And then Ryan Cuck with four, Jackson Gedio with two, and Jack Miller hitting a triple for his lone three points. And Ryan Cuck with four points is definitely the, the eyesore on the stat sheet here. Um, and in the biggest game of the season, you need your second biggest star to contribute more than four points. He just couldn't get it going tonight. And um, I hope that he learns from this game. He goes back, he watches the film learns from the game and goes back to the drawing board because he's got a bright future ahead of him, but that kind of outing tonight just wouldn't cut it. And on the flip-hand side, we talked earlier about somebody else on Exeter or the other two players, Sens and Paschal. I needed them to get into double figures. Single-digit points wasn't going to be enough to get it done. They both got 10 as opposed to 8 last time, and look at the outcome. We'll take a look here as Burks Catholic will more than likely stay in that number one seed. They're not going to drop too terribly far, losing to a team like Exeter. As for Exeter, they're right in the thick of it, behind Mannheim Central, behind Lampeter Strasburg, and uh, I believe that uh, both may be playing here in Lancaster Lebanon League. I'm waiting to find out who's, uh, okay. who's playing Cedar Crest. I might have to call that game on Friday. But Exeter was leapfrogged by L.S., uh, despite their strong finish to the season. Uh, pretty comfortable there in at least that three slot. I wouldn't see them dropping more than four. Uh, but for them, they get to wait and see what uh, what the Barons do, get to wait and see what LS does. Uh, but as for now, they'll still be top uh, one of the top three seeds in District 3 uh, going forward. Have to wrap that all up because we won't be here for the final on Friday. But I don't know. <laughs> you won't be because you've committed. To I something. won't be because you told me to commit to the other thing. Well, but I still could potentially be here if Cedar Crest loses. How's that? Okay, so uh, sounds like an opportunity. Did it, you cut a deal does. with the BCI AA? Well, all I got to do is write another damn check. Uh, money talks, huh, Jerry? <laughs> they, they, I thought you were greasing palms or something. <laughs> nah, nah. This, this was Tom Legat. Tom, Tom said you're covering the game. I said, uh, yeah, we'll be covering the game. I said, uh, get me the name of the person. I, I'll take care of it for you. He nice. just set the whole thing up for us. <laughs> well, you know, it, sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know, Jerry. And he just walked by me and said, you're going to be here Friday, right? And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, yeah. Cedar Crest loses. Sorry, Falcons. Well, if uh, Sorry, my parents' alma mater. I'm not rooting for you. If Ryan can't make it, hey, Mike Boyer, what are you up to? Hey, Mike Boyer. We'll send Mike to go call the uh, Lancaster Lebanon League final. No. <laughs> go send him on the road. <laughs> Put him That's on at loan. Mannheim Township. I get to be up top calling from my phone again. Well, sure to be a good game next week. But yeah, Friday night, Exeter advancing, playing the victor of either Redding or Wilson Redding, motorboater at Schuylkill Valley uh, to the tune of 84-34. Ouch. A 50-point quarterfinal victory for Redding. Wow. Sorry, Panthers. Here's your participation medal. Good luck in districts. Uh, meanwhile, Fleetwood 
Had the late advantage against Wilson. Ends up being bested by a point. So the Bulldogs are here. One point uh, they struggled coming in uh, to the to the end of the season. Uh, but here they are. They're ready to uh, ready to roll, taking on the undefeated Red Knights. We're looking to seal the deal on yet another Berks County Championship back-to-back -back for them. Uh, but it starts here tonight against Wilson. But we'll see. Uh, that's coming up here in about five minutes. We won't have that call. We're not the Reading nor the uh, Wilson Sports Networks. We are neither. We are neither. <laughs> this was a great game, guys. This was a fantastic great game. game. Great game. Always a, uh, a much different experience down here on the floor. It's oh, uh, tremendous, tremendous. Second you know. time doing it. It's not like quite calling on the stage at uh, Berks Catholic or, yeah. you know, up top there at Exeter or, you know, even the press box at, at Weiser or, Dude. you know, All I can say name is. a spot. It's not even Mecca up in Pottsville going up there. I mean, and that, that's a spectacular Never spot. This there. is a different energy down here on the floor. All I can say is, da-na-na, da-na-na. <laughs> Feels like ESPN down here. You get your biggest crowd of the year. You got the music right. pumping from the rafters. You get the echo all around. Like I said, it's go time. It's, uh, if you don't, if you can't get up for this, just go to sleep. Uh, it's such an this experience. Is what it's about this such is what an it's experience about. for these kids, and uh, for Exeter tonight, coming away with that big victory and moving on uh, to Friday night's matchup. Anything that we didn't touch on yet? I think I we think got so. it all, man. I think we got it, Jerry. We got it all. Uh, we'll try to cobble together the uh, the crew to do a game Friday night. I'll get it up on social media as soon as possible. Nice. When will you know? Uh, Cedar Crest plays tonight. Okay. So I have no idea uh, when they were playing. Well, you don't have to look while he, we're No, Ian here. wants to know how many rebounds did Reese have. Jerry said <laughs> guessing 13. <laughs> to which he said, how about you just ask Mike Drago? <laughs> okay, hang on. Jerry's going to double check. Or Ian listening in here. Jerry's going to yell at Mike, and Mike's hard of hearing, so. I think he's intentionally not listening to me. <laughs> it's fine. He's going to have a. Uh, we'll get it for him. We'll, we'll, we'll get it for Ian. But, yeah, that will uh, that'll do it. We'll uh, try to cobble together something. Because Tom Legath said so. So Hey, there you go. <laughs> Tom called the shot, man. Tom, Tom says you're going to be here. <laughs> so I guess we'll be here for Exeter and either Wilson or Redding. That would be Friday at 8 p.m. here at Santander Arena. Uh, and if we're jumping on, it would be around 7.45 or so. Yes, it will. So, sure uh, to be great. Thank you to uh, Jerry for once again putting this all together. Without him, there would not be either the yes, Saints or the Exeter Sports Networks. Thank you to Ian. Thank you to all of our sponsors, everybody listening in. And uh, we'll hope to catch you Friday, but it'll be Exeter no matter how you split it in the big game Friday evening against... Indeed. It's going to be Reading. <laughs> <laughs> but a thank you to everyone. Hope to catch you later on this week on the Exeter Sports Network. Thank you all for listening. Have a great night. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of BCI AA Playoff Basketball on the Exeter and Saints Sports Networks. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn. Join us next week for coverage of District 3 Basketball Playoffs. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.